Join, converse, inspire. I'm your host, Francesca Amante. And I'm your co-host, Stefan Chwaniak. This is the JCI Canada Podcast. Hey, JCI Canada, Sue here, Senator 77603, your host and podcast fanatic. Over the first half of this year, you heard episodes on a variety of topics, ranging from stuff about your national board, to effective speaking, to talking about the effects of burnout and why giving back to your members is so important. Through the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, we managed to produce a few special feature episodes, including a chat with our 2020 world president, Ite Manier, about motivation, an episode on how JCI pivoted their official training to an online format this year, and a conversation with Stephen Chedletsky, who works with the Simon Sinek team, training people around the world about finding their why. Super cool episode, Um, so head on back into the episode log and check those out. So now that we're in the third quarter of this year, I thought we'd change things up a bit. You're still going to see episodes published every two weeks, and there are some great topics and conversations coming your way, by the way. And instead of doing special features, our podcast editor, Jamie Greenhoff, and I are working on two exciting podcast series. For the first series, we are highlighting JCI senators from across Canada. But what does being a senator mean? The first time I heard the word senator in the JCI world, I remember feeling confused, and also very curious. It was the night I officially signed up to become a JCI member at a new members bowling night with JCI Vernon. The membership director at the time ran a scavenger hunt as part of the event, which, thinking back, was brilliant. I mean, it was a great way to get new members engaged and talking to people and stepping out of their comfort zones. I remember being super keen and super excited to play along. The chapter had a great lineup of prizes, too. If I remember correctly, they had a mini charcoal grill, uh, seasons passed to the water slides, a few other smaller prizes, and they also had a couple of half-priced memberships, courtesy of the Canada JC Foundation. So, I put my game hat on and I burned through that scavenger hunt like a boss. Trading bowling shoes with another member, shaking hands with five people I didn't know, throwing the bowling ball without looking down the lane. You know, pretty standard fun bowling alley shenanigans. The one question that threw me off, though, was the one that had me find a senator and get their senator number. I remember thinking, what does that even mean? What's a senator? What does it mean to be a JCI senator? What does it mean to be a JCI Senator? Amazing question, Sue. Some might say it means getting access to awesome meals and fabulous excursions at JCI events around the world, but all joking aside, that's not what it's about. To me, being a JCI Senator is a great honor that brings with it a great responsibility. It is an honor to be recognized as someone who has invested so much of their energy and spirit into making a difference in our communities and in our membership. But really, Sue, this honor also brings with it the understanding and expectation that you will continue to be a dedicated ambassador, advocate, and supporter for the JCI movement. When I became a senator, it did not mean my time to contribute was coming to an end. What it meant is my contribution needed to evolve to focus on developing the next wave of young leaders that will unleash their energy and spirit to make a difference in our world. 
and Senator Sue Solomosi, that is exactly what this amazing podcast is doing. So thank you. And I hope to see you soon. You're a senator. What does that mean? I'm a senator. It means that my chapter honored me with a lifetime membership to the organization. So you're one of our senators, correct? I am. What is a senator? A uh, senator is a person who has given back to their JCI chapters locally, nationally, internationally, and is someone that other chapters can look on for support and guidance and help with events and helping new members join, understanding what we've gone through and what events we've done and experiences we've had. The Senate came into being in the early 1950s. It was actually started by a Canadian, Phil Pugsley. He introduced it to the, uh, to the world. Uh, body. It's a, a home-to-life membership. I mean, you can get a senatorship before you're 40. Lots of people get it after 40. But you're sort of all, you'll say as a member of the organization forever. You may not be able to vote at, at a local level in their management team, but um, you keep your finger in the organization. Now, senators should be trying, and that doesn't always work, but to help the JC organization if they reach out and, uh, and help. Uh, not to tell them what to do, but to maybe show what they did and help them along in sort of their critical thinking skills when they do, uh, when they do projects. And there are quite a few organizations strictly for the senators. I would call it more of a fraternity than organization or sort of a place to, for people to land after their JC career has, has come to an end. Because that can be disconcerting at times. You sort of go from this, you go 60 miles an hour for 20 years in JCs, and then suddenly, boom, it all seems sort of over. And it's one of the few organizations that do that because uh, you know you need to make room for other people to come in and take those posts. So, um, so the Senate should be an organization that assists the JCs when they ask for it. But when they're asked, they shouldn't be dominant. They should just be in the background, uh, helping them out and uh, having a good time and showing the JCs how to have a good time. The newer senators are still bridging out of being active JCs into becoming an active senator. What do you guys see as our role or what advice would you give us younger senators that are starting to go down that journey of looking to be mentors and give back and still be active, right? Like we came from a, a land of doing a lot. and I think a lot of us still want to be doing a lot. Well, I think the best thing is just don't become inactive, right? Just because you have your senatorship now you know, treat it as the reward and the award that it is. But it doesn't mean you have to stop. It doesn't mean you're given this award. It's like, okay, you've done your job. Now move on sort of thing. It's like, no, no, it, here's recognition for all you've done in the past. And then you start using your experiences and whatnot, because obviously you have plenty of skills and experiences and whatnot that you've gained over the years. So now the fact that you're a senator, is you're, you're still JC, and if you're looking at it as far as the Senate role, you know, then use it more as an advisory role sort of thing, right? So you you then forward your experiences and your knowledge and all that sort of stuff onto the JCs. Like, don't stop being active. What it means to be a senator to me is it's just such an amazing honor to have been chosen by my peers as a senator, meaning I get to stay in junior chamber forever. Being part of this Be Better group for life is just amazing. From still attending events, having a ton of fun, meeting great people, helping out the new members to understand why this organization is incredibly impactful to everyone's life. Sharing stories from the past and inspiring others is just such a joy. Everyone that continues on their JCI career has done great things. 
Being involved in this fun organization has helped out in personal lives, professional lives, and I just can't say enough about it. Being a senator also means traveling with Junior Chamber and attending some of these enormous 5,000 people plus conferences is just amazing. It's like going to the Olympics, being this true pride of being Canadian comes out, but yet everyone from around the world is immediately your friend. And so being associated in Junior Chamber is just one of the most friendliest, welcoming groups of people I am so thrilled to be a part of for the rest of my life. Staying involved, volunteering your time is honestly the best work of life. It really is the best work of life, isn't it? That night that I joined JCI, I was in awe. I had stars in my eyes. I mean, granted, it could have been fueled by hormones because I was four months pregnant at the time. <laughs> but the thought of being part of an organization with some incredibly amazing people, people that were driven, people that had life experience, people that I could aspire to be like, people that I could turn to for guidance and advice when I needed it. It was so exciting. And so joining JCI was a no-brainer. And now, having received my very own senatorship from JCI Vernon, it feels like it's come full circle. Like I'm in the spot where I'm supposed to be in my life, in my career, in JCI. But before I start gushing too much, let's move on to the real purpose of this episode, to talk about the senator program in JCI. During the 2020 Virtual Regional Convention for BC Yukon, we had a Senate lounge that ran over the course of four hours and included nine different senators talking about their experiences and stories from their time as an active JC and their time as a JCI senator. We separated out the recordings of their stories, so over the coming week or so, you're going to see shorter episodes published daily. Every day we're going to be publishing another episode, each one sharing each senator who spoke during that convention. We will kick this off with the immediate past president of the JCI Canada Senate, Blair Fraser. Over to you, Blair. Uh, thank you. I, I, when I got the schedule and it, and it said inspirational senator story, I thought, well, <laughs> I can probably tell a story. I, I don't know how inspirational it's going to be, but, uh, but let's give it a shot. I uh, joined JCs in around 1974, which was just a year after I graduated high school or so. So I was pretty young. I had the full sort of gamut of JC career. Interesting that I was invited out by my cousin who was already, uh, this was in Richmond, British Columbia, which is where the airport is in Vancouver. And um, he invited me out at one time and I, I thought, oh, you know, this isn't the group that I really think I'm comfortable with. I was raised in a, in a CCF, NDP, heavily unionized household. So an organization like the Junior Chamber just wasn't something that was really ever talked about in our home growing up, but uh, a few months later, they were having another members night and they, my cousin said, well, come on out again. You know, they got the, the bars open, the booze is free. Uh, I thought, well, that's pretty good. We'll, we'll do that. Ran into another person um, or got seated beside a person uh, by the name of Lucky DeBron. That is actually his real first name. And uh, who's also a Senator now retired living over in Cowichan. Um, got talking to him and he just said stuff to me that just made a lot of sense. And, uh, you know, so I thought, you know what, I think I can actually be a member of this group. And I think it's somewhere that I could fit in. And, you know, when I think about the fact that I actually turned down junior chamber 
on the first try, at least a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach that I would have missed everything that I have experienced in, in junior chamber and JC activity over the years. So, uh, so you know, I had a pretty uh, decent career with Richmond through many executive positions, ending in president. And, and the year I was president, we actually ran a regional convention, which was, uh, which was pretty successful. Um, became a regional director, was national vice president, we called national vice president back then, or provincial president, 1982, 1983, which put me on the national board of directors also for Canada JCs, or that's what it was called at the time. That was a good experience. Um, national conventions, which back then were on the long weekend in July. Uh, my first daughter was uh, five days old and attended her first JCI Canada national convention. She was in a bassinet underneath the table most of the time and uh but you know doctors green lighted the five-hour flight and and uh, everything everything turned out well and i've never seen a more doted on child at a conference than stephanie who's now 37 years old i have to think about that right so i think that i think the biggest thing that i learned uh, in jc's is um and I've, I've taken this through my whole life not just in business but i i'm on other boards of directors and i've been on the, my strata cal i live in a strata I've been on the strata council for a long time, but what I learned in JCs, and especially in the, in the, I'll call it debating, but you know, I remember the general assembly floor in national in national conventions or provincial conventions. The debate can get pretty serious, and it can sometimes get even a little bit nasty. But when that meeting ends, and this is what I was taught, and it was it just instilled in me, when that meeting ends, everyone breaks bread together. There's no animosity. And I've often talked about this at the, at when I was president of the Strata Council too, just laying out, you know what, we can all disagree, but we cannot w walk away from this room disliking each other. This is this, this would be foolish. And sort of and and talking about my and I will actually talk about my experience in, in junior chamber. So that's the biggest thing. Now, if you're a friend of mine on Facebook, you'll see that I post a lot. I'm a pretty prolific poster on Facebook. Most of the time, my my posts are. Um, can be controversial. And the other thing that I learned quite substantially in, in uh, debating with JC in the JC, my JC time was how to debate the side that I actually don't agree with. So I, I, I'm taking the side that I, I don't agree with and, and coming up with the argument and trying to really understand how the other side would think, which actually helps me in any sort of debate on the side that I actually agree with. And, and that was a big lesson in JCs because we actually were asked many times to actually take the position uh, of the other side. And uh, so that was one of the greatest things. Um, you know, the, the travel that I was able to do across the country when, when I was on a national board and as provincial president, one of my deepest regrets is that even though Whitehorse or the Yukon was actually in my uh, sphere of influence, I never actually made it there. The unit was floundering and I just decided the expense didn't warrant it. But, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, I look back, I wish I had actually gone to Whitehorse and and uh, and met with the, uh, the people there. So many friends are lifelong. Now that Gloria and I are traveling, uh, we have had, uh, I've been in, in Lisbon, in Portugal, and, and, and met a JCI center there that took us to a nice uh, pastelaria and had beautiful port and, uh, and that was great. JCI in, in, in Quebec, met uh, Jan Aldred. He's a senator from Sweden uh, living in Spain. We happened to be right after that conference, uh, well, the, the May after the conference, and we were actually in Spain. We're going to be at my, uh, Gloria's cousin has a place there in uh, Alicante, Spain, and he lives like the next town over. So um, we were able to catch up with him and have lunch. And in fact, the cruise that we were on last May, that was a world cruise that went from Barcelona to uh, Singapore. 
uh, he was also on that cruise. Now he's, he has like something like 20,000 cruise days or some, some crazy number. He's constantly on a cruise ship. But, uh, and then um, what Irene uh, from Australia and her husband, Fred, well, I met her uh, at the, at Quebec. And I also met her one other time she was in Vancouver. And she always said, if you ever come to Australia, uh, please look us up. We'd love to host you for a few days. And, um, and that actually did eventually happen a couple of years ago. Gloria and I took a cruise that started in New Zealand and ended in um, Sydney. We flew back to Melbourne, which is where they live, spent a couple of days on our own in Melbourne, and then they drove us out to their beach house uh, in the Morningston Peninsula outside of Melbourne. So, you know, it's a cumulative um, JC Junior Chamber thread through my entire life has been nothing but absolutely amazing. And I I, it's hard to imagine not having it. You know, it, it really is. And, and so when this was happening, I thought, you know, I need to be, I need to be a part of this. I want to sort of understand how it's done. And I've been really impressed so far about what I've seen this morning through listening and being able to talk, ask a question of the net of the world president. Um, the listening to some of the effective speaking is the, is how the technology and sort of wrapping my head around how that's going to play in my life uh, um, for the for the rest of the time I have. Um, so you know, and then as it was mentioned before that I should have been in Dublin right now, we'd be just pretty much ending the conference, and I think maybe even or tomorrow morning we would be uh, we would be taking a train to uh, to Belfast with a couple of uh, JCI senators that we had planned to go up with, one of which was Leslie Young, some of you will know, and Marietta Coleman. As another senator from Bel Belfast, uh, we were headed up to Belfast for a couple of days before going back to London and then uh, coming back home. So that's deeply disappointing that we weren't actually able to go back to Dublin. We've been there before, but the pre-conference tour and the conference itself. Um, and I always wanted to, you know, the, the, the Senate Hotel in Dublin was 280 euro a night. Uh, I don't think I've ever paid that kind of money for a hotel room ever, uh, which I've gotten back now. So I guess I never, I still haven't paid that kind of money for a hotel room. Um, I was always curious to see how much a $400 Canadian hotel looks like. But uh, anyway, so we're disappointed we weren't able to go. But, uh, you know, all things, all things being equal, uh, you know, we're, we're fine. You know, and, and we try to be as positive and try to get other people that seem to be down is to try and always get them to try and maybe talk about the positive aspects of what's new in their life and how that's going to maybe shape uh, their life in the next couple of years. Maybe not for the rest of their life, but maybe in the next couple of years to come. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of my story. I don't know how inspirational it was, but it's definitely a story. Thank you, Blair. What a great story to kick off our Senator series. The second series in our podcast series is going to be about JCI Canada projects, impact projects. If your chapter has a project that you would like to highlight on the podcast, please have your chapter president contact me at podcast at jcicanada.com or ssolomosi at jcicanada.com. Ideally, I'd like the projects to have been run at least one time so we can talk about actual impact, the actual impact you created in your communities, and then strategies for moving forward for anyone who potentially might want to run a project like yours. So, chapter presidents, please contact me with your awesome projects because I would love to have you on the podcast to chat about it. Otherwise, we will talk to you soon.
This is how we do in JCI Canada. Join, converse, inspire. Thanks for listening. Merci pour l'écoute. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or pretty much any listening platform you may use. A bientôt. And I was even pointing at my toe when I said it. Toe.